Good morning. It's Saturday. It's 10am. And I'm going to do a series of podcasts about something. So I need to give you a little bit of context. So, um, this was from an open Instagram account. From an account that's normally set to private. Always have been. It was only opened when this person had hurt me and done things to me. I was trying to breadcrumb me, manipulate me, emotionally abuse me and drag me back into the relationship that I was trying my hardest to get away from. And we all know as victims that abusers do this. There was a host of doing disgusting things to me and buying me gifts, big gestures, putting stuff on Instagram um, that that would look seemingly um, innocent but wasn't at all. So this was at the very end of the relationship when I was really standing my ground um, and saying no to this absolute fucking turd of a person. And they put this up on Instagram and they called me and they was crying. I can't believe you saw it. My mum told me to take it down. And my friend, and that person's name is going to be kept out of this. Um, but that person liked the, uh, the, I think it was something like 10 pages. And liked it and then went on their group chat on Facebook Messenger and said, mate, you've got to take that down because it's going to get you in trouble. Well, the abuser told me that you said that. The abuser didn't know that I saw the like. None of you knew that till now. But I did see that like. I saw that you liked that. And he told me specifically your name. The abuser told me specifically your name. That you went on the group chat. And then the abuser told me that all of your names that saw it. And guess what? I have proof of that. Yeah. Anyway. He did remove it. However, back in court, not last year, the year before, when the third non-molestation order was contested, in person in court, in a um, family court, this was presented to the perpetrator who wrote that um, confession, and the judge was um, talking about it, and at no point did the perpetrator deny that they'd written it at all. In fact, they just kind of sat there. They didn't defend themselves. Because if you hadn't done something, you would definitely defend yourself, right? So there was nothing until the last, very last court hearing, and he tried to say that I wrote it. (laughs) Anyway, right, so that's a fucking hilarious. Um, So I'm going to read you the first page and we're going to break it down so I'll read it out and then we'll break it down I really don't know how to start with this 
but there's some hard truth that I wanted to share. I'd like to acknowledge some of the stress <laughs> that had been caused for everyone involved by this. Mm. That had been happening in my recent relationship. My actions were ultimately the reason for it. And it's important to me that people know how I behaved in it. More than anyone else, I owe the biggest apology to her though. And I want to say this with a clear mind that she suffered because of my abuse and I was at fault for how things ended up. I said and did so many things that were wrong. I minimised her, neglected her feelings too many times. I didn't show support when she was upset. I had to have the last word in any argument. I had to control, I had to have control over things we wanted to do. And I used withdrawing from things we planned as punishment when I was upset, even though she never cancelled on us. Even though she never cancelled on us when she was. Uh, my control was at its worst when I end a relationship so many times. So. And these are all the things that he said on mental waves on Instagram, denying that he did. So, let's start at the top with this, because this is going to take a long time, because it's fucking really loaded. All of it's true. I agree with him, he did all of this. Um... So when he says, I'd like to acknowledge some of the stress that has been caused for everyone involved, what he means is, I, as an adult, never involved my friends or anyone I know in the problems with my ex-partner. Ever. I never used my friends as weapons in an argument with this person I never anything because why would you do that people are innocent who haven't done anything but very interestingly his friends did some horrible shit to me we'll get into that later some of those people have children so if this abuser keeps pushing it I'm pushing it. Social services will be involved because it's really serious shit that they did to me. The people that have children. Anyway. So he's admitting that he involved people. He involved his family, involved friends. Friends of friends. Um my recent relationship let's get something straight he hadn't had a relationship before me so this is about me and he's very very careful not to use my name but at that time he was only seeing me 
and he'd never had a relationship, so he's just a coward cunt. Well, it's weird that he's admitting shit, but then leaving my name out. And when he uses the term clear mind, when I discuss the actual text where he admits um, raping me, he uses the same term. In fact, he uses the same wording because he's not very literate. He's not very clever. He's not very wordy. He doesn't use words very well. In fact, he's fucking stupid as fuck. Um... I want to I want to say this with a clear mind that she suffered because of my abuse. No shit. I absolutely did. I said and did so many things that were wrong. Yeah. All of it was wrong from the from before we'd even met. He'd already decided that he was going to treat me like shit. Everything was fucking horrible actually. I minimised and neglected her feelings too many times. Yeah, he uh, he would cut me off mid-sentence and say that I don't deserve to finish a sentence. Um, I Before I met him, I would need... You know, like if someone argued with you, or even if they didn't, and there was just like... You know, like a conflict, but you've just got better things to do. And I would need time to think about it, maybe talk to some friends and see whether... Because we can all be irrational, right? We can all be irrational. Um, And then I'd go back to it and go, hey, look, I've had some time to think. This feels uncomfortable for me. And he'd go, do you know what? Tell me in the fucking moment. Like that, like screaming in my face and spitting and shit. So I decided to do that and then... Guess what? Telling him in the moment was too much as well. Apparently there was too much of it. So instead of letting me process things and, you know, understand things and think, oh, this might just be me or this is how I should go about approaching this or why do I feel like this? He wanted me to say straight away. So, yeah, I did that. Didn't like that either, couldn't handle that. Um, And because we didn't live in the same town and he lived about an hour away, he did some terrible shit to me, played terrible fucking games with me, knowing that it was ripping my heart apart, and he loved it. Um, And he says, I had to have the last word in any argument, and that's what this uh, contesting of the orders is about and trying to shut me down is because he's not got the last word so um it's saying i had to have the last word in any argument well for me it wasn't an argument it was an argument for him he wanted to argue he wanted all the drama um and he would go to lens to try and have the last word and when i when there was the things like when he was going into work and he worked in a warehouse and uh, he wasn't allowed to take his phone on the on the floor. He would say and do really horrible things before he was going into work, knowing that I knew he wouldn't. Well, actually, he did have his phone on him. 
because he would ring me several times and be an abusive cunt down the phone. So that was a lie. But um, anyway, we do these things. And I would, you know, when you get to the point you're expecting it, so it'd be like quarter to nine at night or something, and he would go into work at nine. And I would expect it. And um, I'd be getting a shower or... I'm a, I was always a bit of a night bird anyway. Um, a night owl, I suppose you call it. And uh, just before I was going to work, he would do things like, I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to kill myself. No, he was never going to do that. Like He was never at any point going to do that. But he would say and do horrible things. And I'd get to the point where I'd go, do you know what? You're not to argue it out with yourself because I've got a life to be getting on with and um, I don't deserve this. So, yeah, you're going to have to deal with this all by yourself. And that would really annoy him. I'd go, well, tough shit. See you later. I'd go, yeah, it's all right for you. You're at home. I'd probably just pulled like an eight to ten hour shift at work in a really busy kitchen. And he thinks he gets to talk to me like that. So I was like, yeah, not a chance. Um, where was with it with this pity thing? Uh, I had to have control over things we wanted to do. That's absolutely true. Like, And he was like, if I come to your house, you need to plan things that we do. And I'm like, what a fucking earth is that? And yeah, and, and if we went and did something that he didn't really want to do, Guess what? He'd be like a child and throw a tantrum and try to ruin it. <laughs> of course he would. Um, and he was withdrawing from things we planned as punishment when I was upset. So, yeah, like those things like his birthday. That was a really good one. So we'd planned loads of stuff and... Um, we he'd caused an argument. I was about to say we he caused an argument. And I was like, yeah, we aren't doing what we said we're gonna do on my birthday. Fuck you, you fat fucking cunt. I'm gonna see my mates instead. I've got other plans now. And I was like, do you know how disgusting that is? That you would waste my time. That my time isn't valuable to you. Anyway, so what happened was. He cancelled his plans with his friends and was trying to show remorse. And then the day that I got the train, he spent the whole time I was on the train texting me and ringing me, being absolutely fucking vile towards me. I got in the car in Doncaster train station and he was screaming at me so loudly. He opened his windows because he wanted everyone to see and hear him doing it as well which is fucking gross. I was crying my eyes out because it was disgusting. And then he started driving off and stopped his car in the middle of a road right near the Doncaster train station and shouted at some uh, bouncers on the door and there was public and opened his window again and opened the door on his car and he was screaming and shouting at me like a fucking chav everybody could see everybody then he went round the corner 
and there's a what there's like shops right so there's like terrace shops but there's a a gap between the buildings and there's this wall right and we're arguing we're shouting there's screaming it's awful I'm crying but he the only emotion he's showing is literal literal throffing at the mouth and screaming at me but really calm, like super calm. And there's a wall, in, like a flat wall in the direction we're heading towards. And he points at the wall and he goes, see that wall, Sidel? I'm going to end us. I'm going to kill us right now. Because things weren't going his way. So, in that moment, after he pointed at the wall, he accelerated the car very fastly and drove towards that wall. (laughs) Yes, he did. And then he went on the motorway and was like very calm, very collected and said, oh, I need to stop. I need to text my friends because I'm going away this weekend. Could you imagine being in a car with someone and they've already spent an hour being disgusting to you down the phone, getting in the car, then making a public show of you because you're upset, and then going to the point where they're say they're going to kill you that was one of many times he threatened to do shit like that he threatened really serious shit towards me when things weren't going his way even though she never cancelled on us when she was now because I'm an adult And I believe you can work through things, talk through things, listen to each other and care for each other. And I value other people's times. People work hard. People have things going on. And to drop someone and their time, for me and my morals, is disgusting. Always has been, always will be. My control was at its worst when I ended our relationship so many times. Yeah? Yeah, you did. Yeah, that's right. You did do that. You did it hundreds of times. So that's the first page of, I think there's like six, seven or eight pages. All of it's confessing everything. And doesn't get to get away with it it's saturday it's sunny it's morning do you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna get up go walk in the sunshine (sighs) and breathe in fresh air i had a lovely night last night I moved things around in my flat and it was perfect. 
sat in the warmth, peace and quiet with my salt lamp on. It was a gentle, gentle glow and it was lovely. I'm Sidel and let us talk about it.